Hey, welcome to another episode of the Nerdcaster Podcast. I'm your host and resident Nerdcaster Joe, and joined this week I'm with Lori. Hello. And we got our hands on a copy of the new Super Mario Odyssey game and been playing that pretty much all weekend. So we're going to sit here and talk about our thoughts on the game. Um, there are tons of games in the Mario franchise dating all the way back to the original Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong. And it's just a list too long to go over. But the newest installment features uh, Nintendo's famous icon Mario running around a whole bunch of worlds on a ship. Trying to save Peach from, spoiler alert, marrying Bowser. I think it's a pretty crappy storyline, but... I I mean, most Mario storylines have become a little comical over the years, but yeah, I really wasn't too sure about that when, uh, you know, Bowser was like, you know, basically, uh, I'm getting married to Peach and this is what's happening and... It's borderline rapey. Uh, no, that's not even borderline rapey. It's totally rapey. Okay. Um, <laughs> He's just like, I'm going to kidnap you, and we're getting married. What kind of pisses me off is just like, they start off the game like this, and we get the game and begin playing it. Of course, like, this is, you know, what's coming out all over, you know, the internet is that this game is technically scored better in reviews than Breath of the Wild was, which I absolutely thought was, like, you know, a pretty incredible claim, given how great breath of the wild was and how and just i'm not even going to go into how great it is i mean we've talked i've talked about it at length plenty of times but to me like having read that and heard that before this game even before we even opened the game is kind of like all right well now i'm a little i'm already a little pissed off because i'm like who's who's like how is this even said it also puts into people who didn't have a thought of buying it who played Breath of the Wild I was like well how can this game be better yeah, and well, now you gotta go out and buy it to find out I guess out. you know whatever they fucking tricked me then but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you all you game magazines you trickeried you tricked me into getting it um, but Forbes I mean it's funny because I was just looking at this before we turned the mics live Forbes has them tied and goes through all the ratings. See, now here's another day. You know, this is something that may be a topic for another day. Like Forbes are commenting on mm-hmm. video games Video now. games. Like, I think that's really, we got to take a moment to kind of appreciate the fact that. When we started playing video games, people called us nerds and outcasts. and They still call us that. It's just cool now. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird that I'm part of this. No, now I'm called like an old man trying to be cool. Oh, yeah. Well. But. I played the original games, man. I played games before some people were born. Game culture is something that just, you know, I think just so heavily integrated given like how, you know, devices have really just taken over. But this isn't... So like my Mario was the 8-bit little dude in his original costume, not this 3D fat plumber guy in his newer clothes. My earliest memory of Mario was... Uh, I had, I think I, re- I was in kindergarten or first grade or something like that. And I remember not even giving a shit about the game. I really just cared about Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt? I really just with didn't With a light even, gun? Yeah, I, I did not. And that, that stupid was, dog dude, that, that just laughed at you. That just... light gun was terrible. <laughs> that light gun was fucking terrible. But back to the Odyssey. Um, starting off the game, uh, let's go over the dislikes first. Because honestly... I don't know if I have more dislikes than likes. I I don't know. Uh, The ratings for this game, I think they only gave him those ratings because it's Mario slapped into a brand new game with his own storyline. Well, I mean, you know, like I was saying before, um, I went off on a tangent. Uh, The game immediately starts off with Bowser just 
you know, uh, Mario gets knocked off the ship and, you know, so, we, you know, it's something that Breath of the Wild and Mario has in common is the fact that, you know, the heroes start off Save by losing. Well, well, yeah, no, they're both saving the princess, but something just particular to both of these games is they start off by losing to the enemy and, you know, which is interesting because, you know, it's almost like there was some, maybe some kind of, you know, battle, however long it was beforehand. Um, it's not really clear, at least not yet in Odyssey. Probably not that fucking long, but... Well, I think it was directly just before the start of the game. Like, that's how... Because afterwards, that's how he meets Cappy. Right, but, like, uh, I don't know. I guess... Uh, and how long is he waiting to get married? He's already captured this broad. He's already... Yeah, well... I don't know. That wasn't really the point I was trying to make. The, the point I'm trying to make is he starts off, like... I don't know if they had been duking it out for a little while before the game begins versus i mean breath of the wild they make that clear he's sleeping for 100 years after like a massive defeat but you know so not a serious defeat not as serious of a defeat in breath of the wild as it is in mario but i just i don't know i thought it was interesting of a point okay um after that, Mario ends up finding the cat because the cat is like girlfriend is the tiara that Bowser stole. That's now Sister. on page. Sister, is that what it is? Yeah. Again, this is not really a storyline I'm committing to memory. It's well, not great. It's a storyline geared to, you know, youngsters. Okay. So, I, so this, I mean, I, at least that's what I think. Maybe. I mean, but you got people who play classic Mario games. They could at least put something in there to be a little bit more... I don't want to say adult. I'm not looking for adult content or anything. I'm just looking for more of a intellectual storyline. Something a little not, bit more mature. Yeah, this is a little simplistic. Uh, it's and, and Mario and Peach and Bowser, the story is the same almost every time. At least with Breath of the Wild, you save the princess or whatever, sort of. But the storyline is a little bit different. It's a little bit, I guess you could say, mature. Yeah. And well, I don't know why Mario has never evolved like that. It's just something I would have liked to have seen. That being said, graphically... Universal appeal, I would say. Maybe. I guess. Graphically, the game looks great. The worlds are great to look at. The rain in this, this game, when you get to, to a certain point, is pretty good. Um, still a cartoony look compared to any other systems-type games that we, we've grown up with now in the PlayStation 4 and Xbox and PC gaming series. What are your thoughts on that? Well, on the graphics? Yeah. I don't even think it's like a talking point, to be honest with really? you. All these games are really just going to look awesome from now on. It, it's just but a But for new the standard. Nintendo Switch, the Switch is not as powerful as, as all these other systems. Well, look at what it's rendering. It's rendering a Mario. It's not rendering a human face with like all these individual like pores and hairs and everything like that. It's just never... That's not what Nintendo... Um, that's not their claim to fame. And nor should I think it... I You know, I don't think it should be. Um, so, I mean, it does. I, I mean, I think the, um, you know, the game, you know, yeah, it looks great. It just, you know, but it, it, it looks great for what it is. How does it compare to, um, I don't know, like, like Mass Effect? Like, no, you can But here's the, the thing. Everybody can't... compares the Switch graphically to all these other systems. You're saying, and you believe that it should not be compared because it's not. I think it's a different product. I mean, you, you look at the, um, you know, it renders what it has to render very well you know i think it does an excellent job but uh, you know you, you got to look at the you know 
the subject matter. It, it, it's, you know, simple shapes at the end of the day. Um, to some textures and surfaces, like, they look you know, amazing. And I, and I said this before about Breath of the Wild, you know, how it renders a, a wet surface, you know, when it rains. And, and, and environmentally, I think, you know, that doesn't mean the game isn't beautiful or done extremely, extremely well. It's just, like, can you compare a Switch to the Xbox and the PS4? I don't think so because it's not, you know – but you don't think you should even compare them? Like, it's not a comparative point. You shouldn't even do it. No, not not really. I mean, you can. I think you can come back, you know, because Xbox and PS4 are shipping the same games or, or virtually the same games that are very, very hard on, you know, a graphics card or very, you know, they're very okay. sophisticated. Yeah. There's just a lot of information to process that, you know, and with Nintendo, it's always just been simpler. And I think, in a lot of ways, it's it's better just because something looks more realistic. It looks more realistic is what it looks like. It doesn't mean it looks better, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then going on to the next point after that is the, the well, on that, the one problem I do have graphically is the depth perception is a little tough to gauge in this game. Um, I find that to be somewhat of a problem when you have to use the depth to move about and not fall off platforms. Which brings me to my another point that I can't stand about this game, and probably my biggest complaint is the fucking controls. Now, I'm not using the Joy-Cons independently. I do have them mounted in the... It does recommend that you use them independently. For the shaking and stuff like that, but it says there's no need to. And I'm doing just fine with shaking the controllers while they're in the thing. I don't know if using a Pro controller will fix the problem, but the controls are completely slippery. I keep falling off of shit to my death, and it is very fucking frustrating. Um, now I've not played older Mario games and from what I understand, those controls were a lot tighter and a lot better from all the reviews I've read who've said similar things that I'm saying now. So why, why is this different? I don't know. I don't care. I'm enjoying the game. Um, but those are probably my biggest complaints. So for you, it's, it's pretty much, it's. Well, the initial, the premise of the story and the controls are kind of shaky for you. And the depth perception, which is why I was getting into the graphics portion of it. Because the depth perception also helps on why I keep falling off of shit or why I can't judge where the moon is above me. Um, I found out a lot of the easier ways to do it. I don't know if this was Nintendo's intention, but it didn't strike me at first. Stand on the fucking shadow of the damn things and it helps with the depth perception. But if something's walking on the ground and you're not sure if you're in front of it or you're going to like... Just brush up against it and die. That's kind of where I have my problem. Like those little death perception things. Other than that. So would you say that the graphics, if they were a little bit more complicated or something like rendered a little bit differently? I I like these graphics for this game. Like you said, I agree with that. Um, I was just saying like, I don't want to see Mario as a real person. I look at him as a cartoon character. Same way I look at Sonic the Hedgehog. They've had cartoons on them. Keep them that cartoonish style. I'm happy with that. I don't mind. I don't mind that. I do wish they did have some voice acting. I mean, people have put in voice to Mario before and everything else like that. There is a voice of Mario. Why can't we put voice to these games? The Switch can handle it. There are, there is singing in this game where they're singing lyrics, so you can do voice acting. I don't know. It, it's. I mean, instead of hearing, and then you had to read some kind of subtext. I like that. You know, I, I'll tell you why I like that because I mean, these are these are characters that are. 30 years old 
give them a voice now, you're just going to upset a lot of people, I think. But they already have voices. But it'll just, I don't think, they're not speaking long passages of text. I just don't think it'll ever be truly right. So I bring this point up because of... Captain Lou Albano spoke as Mario at length on a half-hour TV show. Um, that, no. <laughs> no. And also, it's kind of like, because it's it's so heavily accented... You go with some say, sort of. It's a, it's a little racist. Like, I don't know. Again, he's a thirty-year-old character. It's a thirty-year-old character with a really heavy Italian. Would you even call that an Italian accent, or would you call that a fake Italian accent? I I, I can't answer that question because I don't know. That's you know. It's um, an exaggerated accent. It's, I'll give exactly. it that. It's exaggerated, and it's. I don't. I can't jump on the racist train. I mean, it's not like he's making fun of them by doing it. It's just the way Mario speaks. It's not like he's like, "Hey, look at me, I'm a Mario." Yeah, but it, I mean, if you actually, I mean, this game was created in Japan, and this is just, you know, maybe some observation. Are we, we going to get have. a history lesson here? Well, no, 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 not a history lesson, but like there are. I mean, the way that Americans have caricaturized, you know. Eastern culture, it's completely possible that it was done that way in Japan. And I'm not saying that for sure. I don't even know that for for sure, but it's definitely possible. And, you know, like, it's cute and it's it's adorable, but then, um, you know, it's a character that's been really, you know, it's been around for a long time. But, you know, you put some extended dialogue there. Can somebody even speak in that kind of in, in, in that tone in this day and age, you know, for an extended period of time without somebody kind of saying like, hey, this is a little insulting. I guess. I mean, I don't I don't feel that way about it, but I guess. I mean, would you have, um, you well, know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe it's, it's, it's being a little bit too sensitive about the issue, but I'm just saying it as a possibility. It might be that's possibly a reason saying, why there's no voice. I'm acting. not arguing that it could be a reason why they did it back in the day. Maybe they didn't like the Italian culture or people for some weird I don't think it's a matter of like I don't think it's a matter of like or dislike I think it's just they were just you know it was cartoonizing yeah they were just like we did with with Bugs Bunny and band cartoons back then they did it with video games and their characters is is what I'm taking from what you're throwing down. Mm -hmm. I mean it's just like you know kind of they're just relying on a stereotype and it was you know it wasn't you know it wasn't insulting at the time but it's you know it's a different day and age you know Mm-hmm. Um, but just even look, if you take that out of the entire equation, I'm looking at Breath of the Wild again. I I hate to keep comparing these games, but um, we're looking at two franchises that started right around the same time. Um, By the, the same voice company. actress for Zelda in Breath of the Wild is just I just think is horrible. I just cannot get used to her voice. I think I, I've said this before. I thought it was bad, and I'm just thinking like if they had done it for Mario, I think a lot of people would just be commenting on how poor or not poor. Maybe, this maybe, would but be. I think I would have rather given it a shot. Be careful, Link. Oh no, God, I hate that. Um, <laughs> it was just awful. I thought it was just. Um, you do get used to it, at, you know, after a while. I just can't. Well, like, you skip no. that cutscene most of the time every I time do, it comes yeah. up. But, it's just not, not cool. But what's your first impression as somebody who didn't really play the game? You're watching me pretty much play it at this point. I mean, I don't think you've even tried the controls or anything. No, I can't. So I can't comment about that at all. But, but first impressions of look and storyline and 
just what's going on in the game and what you've seen, what are your thoughts? Not comparing it to Breath of the Wild. Not comparing <laughs> it? Okay, well, um, again, the game looks awesome. The The premise of the story, the fact that, you know, Peach yet again is kidnapped by Bowser, it just, you know, it's... And you knew what was going to happen. The fact that it's doing... Um, it, it's for, you know, them getting married, and Peach is just... She's just fucking standing there. This is literally what I'm thinking the whole time. And just like, okay, I understand. Maybe you can't fight a dinosaur. Or, Why not? She does in Smash Brothers. You know, like bust out the umbrella. <laughs> just do something. She's literally just standing there. Like, Hold, like, holding like a, a bouquet of flowers or whatever. Not even, it's not even flowers. Like, what, what the hell would you... Peach. Yeah. I, she just, again, I just can't get past the fact that she just stands there. She doesn't even say anything. And it's like... Uh, how, why does it seem like you're consenting to this? Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not saying like, you still need, you need to have a premise. And if, you know, you know, okay. You said not to compare this to Breath of the Wild, but I'm gonna anyway. All right, fine. You know, you had Zelda in that game and she doesn't, she's much less, she's someone who needed to be protected, but not necessarily saved. And I really, really like that about um, the Legend of Zelda franchise. Peach, on the other hand, I would, it doesn't have to be game changing. I understand that this, you know, the whole premise of the game has been the same for 30 years, but like, I don't know, do something, um, you know, maybe, or, or at least like, you know, put her like in a, a, cage. a cage or something like oh man she re- she reasonably can't get out of here or do something it again or she's not even, she's not even like cursing bowser out or anything which like any mo- a good wa- modern woman would do <laughs> at the minimum now um so moving along he takes her i'm All not right finished. you're not done. i'm not oh, finished um actually I'm, I'm i'm sort of finished on that point <laughs> i will say i do like the comedy of like the kind of slapstick humor that there is with Bowser. Um, he's also got an updated for 2017 haircut for yeah. anybody who's noticed. Uh, Mario, you need to kind of get with the times. Bowser is just got Bowser's got a trendier haircut. Mario's than you porn do. stash is always in. <laughs> well, you, you know what? That came back in. That came back in. <laughs> it came back in. Um, I do. I think that. I think that. Um, Aside from the fact that there's like kidnapping involved and a lot of crime, and he's causing causing havoc everywhere he goes. Like, Bowser's mm-hmm. funny as hell. Like again, it's just like the comedy behind it. I I, I appreciate. It. I like that for the story. So moving the story along, Bowser wins, like you said, in that original fight where the game starts and takes place. Gets Mario gets kicked from the ship. Ship takes off with Peach and Bowser. Mario meets Cappy, this this top hat looking thing who changes into Mario's cap. And away they go to save their sister and Peach. Great. And they have to find a ship to go after them. Just so happens the ship is a giant fucking top hat too. And not only do you need a ship, you need what to power this fucking thing? Some sort of fucking power moons that I have no idea where they came up with power moons from. I don't know if it's from another game or something. Well, they used stars in in other previous games, so I guess... And they had Super Mario Sunshine at the GameCube. So I guess, you know, they need to use a moon in some sort of way. Which is fine. And they might have been used in, in one of the Wii or Wii U games because I didn't play them. But, so you collect the power moons, you juice up your little Odyssey, which is the name of the ship, and you fly after Bowser. Now, before we continue, I do have to say I am not done with the game. I'm, I don't know how far I am because I refuse to use a guide my first time on playthrough. 
I don't know how many worlds they are. I just got to the new Donk City area and just beat it. I have not taken off to my next world yet. That being said, we get to our first world. Um, we run into these brutals. And I'm putting that in air quotes. Now that you're saying their name out loud and I'm not reading it. Brutal. Yeah, like, like brutal. Like brutality. Yeah. Yeah. And they're these little rabbits that look like the Raymond rabbits. And I heard they were going to, the, the little Raymond or Raven or whatever rabbits were going to make an appearance in this game. I don't know if this is it or if there's more of them, which is why I had to give the precursor that I have not gotten so far in the game. You, at each world, you fight one of these. There's four different ones. Um, you know, there's some puzzle antics involved and patterns to follow. They're, again, it's a Mario game, so most of the battles are not per, that difficult. You might die one or two times, especially with death perception problems. And you move on, go to the next world, redo the whole thing over again, and continue. Um, so very repetitive. Pretty much. I mean, the one thing that the game does have going for it to help it move along, and that's interesting, is you can throw your cap. The biggest thing in this game, and anybody who's watched any of the trailers or anything knows, that you can throw your cap and possess, and I'm using the word possess because Nintendo doesn't like it. I can't remember what word they want us to use, but you can possess uh, a creature. Um, and normally these creatures... The, like to, a parasite. Yeah. And and the cap gets thrown on them, and then Mario gets... Mario the tapeworm. Yeah, ends up inside these creatures and takes over their body. Now, you can't do that for everything in the game. To usually tell what you can and can't do it for, they're wearing a hat. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, some of the characters are every fucking buddy's wearing a hat. If they're wearing a hat, it takes two hits. Because first you have to knock the hat off so you can throw your hat on them. Mm -hmm. So you know you can possess them or whatever as long as they have a cat. Not all of them, when you first meet them, are wearing a cat. Like the little, uh, I don't remember their names, the little slinky dog looking worm thing. Slinky dog. Yeah. You, the, the first time you meet them, you obviously know you can throw a hat on them because you need to use them to do something. But they're not wearing a hat. It only takes one hit to, to possess them. Um... Same thing goes with a few other things, but you can like stack Goombas and, and depending what you possess, you get their power. It's like the little stretchy dog, you can stretch across platforms and whatever. The Goombas you can stack to get to a higher spot. Uh, there's little stretchy plants, so on and so forth. There's so many things and it's just way too long to go over all of them now. But you get the point. You use these things to solve puzzles, to get around, to collect power moons, to juice up the ship, to get to the next island. Because apparently you can only find enough power moons to get you to the next island before you got to refill on gas. Uh, you, you can't, like, take gas moon cans. Juice. You can't, yeah, you can't save moon juice or whatever in, in, in some kind of bucket and refill your ship as needed. No. Because I find way more than you need to actually get to the next island. I don't know if that helps me if I get to the next island. I don't have to collect as many. I but don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so either because I had to collect 20 the last time, and I know I had way more than enough from the previous world. So... I mean, again, collecting the moons is a puzzle in itself. There's little mini games where, you, you know, you like put your hat on a tank and now you become a tank. You got to blow through walls to get to the power moon and shit like that. So I am enjoying it um, and having a, a good time with the game. Um, there are some frustration parts, especially with the slippery controls and falling off platforms and having to climb your ass all the way back up. And it seems like everything in this fucking game has a poison pit. And it's just one hit and you're dead in these things. And I would normally compare it to lava, but the shit's purple. And you just fall in it and you die. 
it, 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 it's very aggravating. It's like a poisonous bog. Yeah, it, it's just aggravating. But you only get, but you fall in and you die. It's not like you, you, like in, God, like in Zelda or another game where you get poison. It just depletes your your heart containers or your life. No, no. If there's you a, just die. No, if there's a bog in Zelda, if you fall into it, you're dead. You, if you don't go far enough in, you can get the hell out. Yeah, but if you fell in, like you're dead, like because yeah, there dead. is no swimming out. But that's all over, like every world in this game. I feel. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just died a lot in one world. Because <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. I really did. <laughs> but again. And then that brings us to New Donk City, where I am now, and it's supposed to be like a New York metro-looking place. And this is the iconic map that everybody was talking about before the game was even released. So why were they? What? Well, why was it? I mean, it looked really cool and very different from regular Mario-esque worlds. But why else would it? Because now Mario's in the real world. Mario's not in his cartoony land, although it's kind of cartoony. Yeah. The people look a little bit more like people. They're taller than Mario and. Whatever, but once you start talking, taller, thinner, doesn't you know they? They're they not. Might not oh, they're have not exaggerated. Yeah, they don't have exaggerated or high features. Or, <laughs> yeah. or diabetes. Things, or diabetes. Yeah, he probably has diabetes. I mean, he's really active. Maybe that's what he needs moon juice for. I'm pretty sure that he ODs like, on insulin. I want to know how much Mario eats for as much running, jumping, and swimming that he and does. Playing and rowing, playing. going on trips. Yeah, for as much as that that he does, he's still like, I don't know, like, fat. He's still fat. Yeah, like. Dude, how much do you eat? Like, it must be a lot. Well, I mean, unless he literally does nothing in between, like you know, it's like, oh, you know what? It's gonna be. I'm gonna sit on the couch for three years until the next release, and then I'll just run and jump a bit, and it'll be it'll be totally cool. Yeah. Uh, speaking of jump, running, jumping over pits, the other thing I like about this is how they combine the eight bit game into this game for certain like little mini games and stuff. That did look really cool. I do really enjoy that. My depth perception on those, not so bad because it's completely flat. It's completely flat. Well, There's a no, lot less for you to think about. Yeah, no, no problem with that. No problem. In fact, I get through those little mini games a lot, a lot well, good. So how do you think a younger generation has never played the 8-bit games like got through something like that? Do you think there's a, like a level of appreciation, frustration? I doubt it. They're pretty simple. Like there's one or two Things that I would call a little more difficult, but if you got the the one thing I do have to say about older NES games, they required patience. Like you might have so to. So maybe you're just being really impatient about these a, slippery controls, or stop, no. or your depth perception. You just need to stop rushing through the game and just you know like. All right, is... I, I am taking my time in this because when I'm on a steel girder in New Donk City, mm-hmm. I don't want to fall. And I have timed myself. It has taken me three minutes to probably go in in what is equal to a six foot table, mm-hmm. and I'm just going bloop bloop, bloop bloop, bloop bloop, mm-hmm. power moon. And then I got to turn around and just walk the fuck the back. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I got to turn around and walk back, and I have to do the same thing. But the one thing, and 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 uh, another game I'd eventually like to talk about on the show is Cuphead. But the game is not difficult. Everybody says it's one of the hardest games ever. I, why? I'm going to get to that. And that's what I'm getting to now because I can compare it to older NES games. Older NES games like Contra and Contra's probably not one of the best to compare it to. But games that had a lot of patterns in boss fights, like Castlevania even, um, old school Mario games. There was a lot of patterns. So you'd have to sit there and watch the pattern. And once you started getting the pattern down and the timing... It became easy. Second Nature, Mega Man, another game that relied on 
uh, movements and patterns of, of the robots. Once you had all that down, the game became ridiculously easy if you can start timing and, and noticing the patterns. Cuphead was the same thing um, when, when I played it. I was able to, to do what I needed to do after sitting there taking my time. Like Contra, however, you're getting shit thrown at you um, left and right, so you've got to make split-second split decisions to move, and you moving against whatever else is moving in front of you, yes, it can be a problem. But it feels like an old-school game, and that's what I think with the 8-bit part of Odyssey, there are some parts where you have to learn the pattern of like the, the one part where the barrels are rolling and you got to jump over them. I could see that being difficult for somebody who doesn't want to be patient is trying to rush over the barrels. You can't do it. You have to jump, wait, jump, wait, jump, wait, and keep moving. And it might take a little longer than people want it to, to, to just make it a short amount of, uh, of spots where you normally you could just run through, take the hit and keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can't do that. So that's the only thing I could find people being frustrated with. Just take your time and it's easy. Once you learn the pattern, all is well. The other thing I like about this game compared to other Mario games, you don't get any lives. You die, it takes some coins, you move on and you keep playing. So no game overs. And I mean, if you get a game over because you, you have no damn coins, you got, you got issues, man. I don't know what you're doing in this game. Because I have over 2,000, and it only takes like 4 to 10 coins per death. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much got infinite lives at this point. I don't think I would ever need to continue if, if there is a continue option after you lose all your coins. So in your opinion, like, the game's not like especially difficult. No, not especially difficult, especially since you've pretty much got an infinite amount of times to do this without restarting the level. You just restart from one of your flag points. The last serious Mario game that I played was a uh, was uh, Super Mario sixty four for the Nintendo sixty four, and I mean like start to finish, I got ever I got all one hundred and twenty power stars. Um, oh, look at you! Yeah. So good. It was really good. I also like was the pre before I had to get a job and could just <laughs> spend all my time playing video games. Uh, those were the days. Um, but uh, you had lives there, but you were able to replenish your health with coins. Mm-hmm. You know, so and and it made it a little bit easier. Like you have three hits and you're dead. Like with, um, I mean, depending on what hit you, you yeah. had a little bit more I of fall a, into a, a fucking pit of poison. I'm dead. Yeah, well, you had a little bit more of like a, I don't um, know. I think like six. I think it was six pie pieces of um, of death. Of health. Or yeah, health you of can. Death. Yeah, you start <laughs> off with three, but if you find another heart container thing. Mm-hmm. It'll it'll level you up to a max of six at this point. I don't think you can get to nine. I, I've never gotten that high. Maybe in, in, in later levels you'll be able to get yeah. that. I don't know. But um, I know that in uh, 64, like your coins replenish that. So, I mean, in a way, coins were kind of used to, you know, in, in your case, give you lives to continue or in, in, you know, back in 64 to like replenish your health. Um, but also in this game, like you're actually able to buy something with yeah. those coins so you have coins for the first time i think in the i think in the whole franchise and you're actually able to buy something with these fucking coins that you collect and you know what i bought with them what nothing nothing i've bought absolutely nothing yet except a power moon because it's like i can just buy one i'll buy it but then after you buy it you can't buy it again it says sold out so it's not like i could have bought 20 of them to get to the next spot uh but yeah because I don't know. I'm going to get through all the, all the towns and stuff and then go pick out what I want to buy with whatever I have left over. So what do we got? We got like outfits and we got, what do we got for the, for the money? Outfits, other caps, um, 
stickers, trophies. And you can. Buy- I don't know what you even do with the stickers and trophies, but the outfits kind of make sense. You can, you can, and, and it's another thing that was talked about about this game. You can get Mario his boxers or put him in a bathing suit, and Mario has nipples. And this was a talked about thing for some reason. Was it? Yeah. Like there how was articles. About? There was articles written about how it. many? Like two article, like one article, two articles. I don't know. I know Kotaku had one, and I think Gamespot put one out. I guess it must have been a big deal. Yeah, Mario has nipples, and there was another one where they show con- where they found concept drawings of Mario back in the day, and apparently he has a ding dong too. <laughs> and I mean, if you look at the Nerdcaster Facebook page, um, we have posted them, so. It's the easiest place to find him at this point. Somehow, what that I'm promoting Nerdcaster while we're talking? No, the fact that he has nipples and a ding dong. I guess. (laughs) What's what's the problem? He's supposed to be a dude. I have no idea. (laughs) Dudes have nipples and a ding dong. (laughs) Yeah. I'm 30 years old. I have no idea that these things are true. You need to go back to high school health class. High school. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what kind of grade school you went to. Whatever. whatever. What first grade were you learning no, about ding dongs and okay, nipples? No, you're just taking from one extreme to another. Now you're just being ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I'm being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Oh, being okay. Ridiculous. I'm being ridiculous. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, each world has their own currency system. Is that right? They do, but you can use coins in one section of the store, or you can use the world's currency in the other. Uh, the world's currency you have to find obviously in that world. And there's, I think, a hundred of the little, I'm going to call them world coins because they're, they're shaped for whatever the world is. And there's only a hundred of them. So you can use those hundred to go buy things. You don't have to collect all of them. I have not. I've tried to get all the power moons I can. Those coins, if I can't find them or they're too difficult, I figure I'll circle back to, to the world to pick them up later because I know that I'm not going to buy anything until I have them all anyway just the way I am. But I have I have no reason or desire to buy anything at this point. So you can leave a world and go back to recollect shit you missed. Cool. Yeah. So I mean that's that's pretty much the entire game right there up to this point. Uh other than anything else that you can think of? I mean no, I mean I think you're I mean I can't guess how far along in the game you are. We've really just tried avoiding looking up any spoilers or just anything about the progress of the game and just trying to naturally finish it, you know, just like back in the day when yeah, you had the I, game. I, Unless I, you had a subscription to Nintendo Power. Hey, man, some of those Nintendo Powers are worth a few bucks now. Wish I still had mine. But I feel looking at the guide to any game, your first playthrough just ruins it if you miss something where you can't get something. And now you're trying to be a completionist. My first and foremost goal is to complete the story find out how it ends, and then go back and do all the extra stuff. I find it more enjoyable personally um, to do it that way because if the game has replayability or it's just a world or game I want to live in, at least I can go back and do all that stuff. If it's a game I just want to beat to get the storyline, then I don't have to pick it back up and not feel I'm missing anything. Mm-hmm. So um, so what uh, if you had to give the game as well, compa- compared to other Mario games you've played, how does it measure up to those? This, I mean, out of all the Mario games I've played, and I've played a lot, and are we bringing in, like, secondary Mario games, like Smash Brothers, Mario Kart? No, just, like, classic. Super Mario's 1, 2, 3, yeah, Super Mario. Yeah, where Mario World. is your main hero, he goes, you know, and he you play as him to go through boards and save the princess. So, this Mario game is definitely ranked very high for me. 
Um, I'm not going to compare it to Mario Brothers, the original uh, side-scrolling eight worlds of stuff. I mean, I don't think there's a comparison there. It's a completely different 3D, different style game the whole nine. The best thing I can compare it to is Super Mario World. I had over 130 hours in Super Mario World. So I think it's better than that. But if you were to put Mario World on right now, I'll run through it and beat it again. Like to me, that game has replayability. I love that game. Um, but right now, I have no problem popping this game in any chance I get to play it either. Is that going to hold up? What is this, like 20 years from now? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I mean, I do want to go back and revisit some of these worlds to get some of the shit I missed right now. But I want to save the princess first. I'm still waiting for a Banjo-Kazooie uh, remake here. They remastered it. They need to. I just want. I want a new. A brand new storyline with Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. Because I was going to say they did re-release uh, uh, the game um, just recently. I don't know what ratings it got, and I don't know how well it did, but I know they they did something with it. Fine. Not not one of my top games that I care about. Well, so. no, see, I thought that game was great too. But like back into what made what part of what made that game really great? What ma- what makes you know games like you know, Mario Odyssey and Super Mario 64 the, uh, is that whole 3D world and um, how, you know, you have to appreciate how, you know, the developers really just, and the artists for these games have really just made these immersive environments. And yeah. Especially when they're free roaming. Yeah, the free roaming, like you sw- and, and, you know, they're, they're completely different. You have worlds that you, like you swim completely in. You have deserts, you have... Um, Cliffs and mountains to climb. You yeah. have a fake city, even. I think uh, you know. I just, I do think they did a really good job. Yeah, I, and I agree. So, what's your final thought up to this point in the game? From everything, I know you haven't touched the controls, but is it a game that you would don't mind watching to see what happens, or do you could you care less and go about your day and just pop in and go oh, whatever? No, I think it looks like a lot of fun. Again, there's a lot of humor. It's also it's not as in like intense as like another game where you have to, you know, it's. It's definitely it more of, of a feels, casual game. Yeah, it's definitely more of a casual game. And you need... Um, I mean, shit, I paused it to go take apart a sink and then went back to it. It's not like I'm like, yo, you got to wait a minute. I got, I got to get through this. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, th- there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot to appreciate about that, too. You know, and not every game you play is going to be this complete, like, crazy... Uh, you know what you know? I just realized? I paused a game about a plumber to go fix... I just realized that too. That just <laughs> literally occurred to me right now, which is awesome. I think Mario would be proud. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Although I've never actually seen him fix a sink either. I've never seen him do anything other like, than I go down pipes. I actually don't even know why they call why why he why is he a plumber actually? Um, I think he was. Uh, are we going to go through the? The, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show where he was a plumber and then ended up going down the drain and ended up in like cartoon Oh, World the drain pipes. Yeah. That's, me. that's why. Okay. Yeah. I was about to think. I was like, I was just thinking to I myself think that's for a how second. They, I mean, I, 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 did, I did know the answer to this. I did. I don't remember it off the top of my head. But yes, it has to do with the pipes. And to tie in a storyline with him, they made him a plumber or something like that. The plumber, I think, was an afterthought. If I'm remembering correctly. Because, like, there is, like, nothing that references him as being a plumber, if I recall, in, like, the first No, he doesn't even have wrenches and shit. Well, no, in his first appearance is in a game about a fucking giant ape. Like, why why are you... Well, he didn't have a storyline. He didn't get a storyline until the whole Bowser thing. No, and then... But even then, like, in his first game... No, nothing, nothing about a fucking plumber. I don't even think in Donkey Kong they named him Mario. I mean, I'd have to, again... 
yell at me if you want. I have to fact check these things, but I don't think he had a name in Mario. I think he was just like the hero. Mm-hmm. Funny. But, Good. Worth investigating. Yeah, it's worth another show topic. Talk about the history of Mario and how he became a plumber to saving a princess. I'll do it. Dude. Maybe we'll write to the... plumbers make bank. <laughs> yeah. That and because they're willing to touch your poo-poo pipes. Yeah. I'm not willing to touch poo-poo pipes. But that'll do it for the show. Uh, remember to follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Nerdcaster. At Nerdcaster on Instagram. At Nerd underscore Caster on Twitter. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, Twitter, not Twitter, that would Stitcher. be Stitcher, or Google Play, or your favorite podcast directory. Um, anything else? Nerdcaster out. <laughs>